0: attracting your tribe and i want to be very specific when i'm talking about attracting your tribe because what can often be misconstrued is friends when they hear attract your tribe it becomes about becoming attractive to your tribe and yes that is an element of it but it's not one that you need to worry about and what i mean when i say that is that you are going to attract your tribe period but just by being you And that's where, yes, based on your energy, your energy will be attractive, but it's not something you need to focus on being attractive. You just have to focus on being you and that within itself, when you are focused on being you in a way that serves you in a way that serves others in a way that just brings your best self to the table, that energy is attractive to your people. So a lot of friends when I'm working with them this will come across again on social media when they're posting or wanting to do a live or wanting to you know post in their stories and the thought is I don't want to you know disrupt anybody's day I don't want to rub anybody the wrong way because this message that I have depending on your niche right maybe there's some things in there that maybe not everybody gets or not everybody understands or maybe you used to be in the field this is you know myself I used to be a full-on educator, teacher. I am no longer that anymore. And so it took me a little while to just be very bold about mindset and, and growth mentality versus scarcity mentality. I was like, well, what are people going to think? I've been this preschool teacher. I've been this school director. You know, people, are they going to believe me or are going to take me seriously? Do you take yourself seriously? Notice the shift there. And I want to honor anybody that is in that space of, well, what will people think? Or what if they think this? Or what do they think that? And it may even just be about your clients. Well, what if my, I don't get clients because this, well, why I want clients to buy because of that, right? Again, what we want to do is bring the focus back home. So if you're listening to this and you're wanting to attract your own tribe purely socially, just the people that you want to hang out with and be in the energy of, right? That's being yourself, Who is it that you sincerely are when the doors are closed? What kind of music do you actually listen to? What kind of things are you actually into? Are you into crystals? Are you into doing puzzles? Are you into crocheting? Are you into investing? Are you into wardrobe? Are you into cooking? Are you into a series of those things, right? start to explore those things on your own and you will naturally find your tribe. And there's a part of you that probably already knew that. I'm not giving you any new information. There's a part of you that already knew I'm into paddleboarding. If I go and join a Facebook group online that's about paddleboarding, there's a good chance that I'm going to learn how to be a battle, better paddle and find my people who also like to paddle board because I joined an online Facebook group, right? Your brain already knows this and so maybe there's a fear that's getting in the way. Ask yourself if you're if you're that person that already knew, yes, I know if I join this class or go to this workshop, I will find my tribe. What is it that's getting in the way? You don't feel worthy of it. You don't want to look stupid. You don't want to feel bad because although you've always wanted to do open mic night, you've never done it before and you don't want to feel stupid. And I bring that up specifically because I did have a client who did this. And I was so stingy proud of her. So what she did as she spent time, what we worked on was her finding her voice, her being more confident in the workspace, at home, everywhere she was, being herself. And one of the things that she took upon herself to do, she's like, okay, I'm going to challenge myself to do something that puts me out of my comfort zone. And so one of the things that we worked on that she specifically did was opening up that creative space in her life for open mic night. And she started with just writing poetry. She went to a few online workshops. And then after I think it was a month, she went to an open mic night in person, which is so exciting now, especially now that things are opening up post-COVID. So she went to one and she did it. She's like, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. I was nervous and I had so much fun, right? So maybe that's you. It's a dream that you've had since you were little or it just came up last week. You know, I want to be a painter. I've never painted before, but I have this interest in painting all of a sudden. Don't stop yourself because you've never done it before. That's a whole episode on beginner mindset. Have that beginner mindset. Know that it's okay to be a beginner at something there is nothing wrong with falling down that's why I love going to ice skating rinks because when you go in there kids fall down all the time all of the time and it's the best I love ice skating that's actually something that I would love to pick up again I used to do it as a kid not professionally or with a teacher I just loved to do it I lived in Hawaii and there was a place called the ice palace and we would go there all the time and so I love ice skating Uh, Where was I going with that? So where was I going with that with ice skating? Attracting your tribe? Well, oh, with kids, because they fall down all the time. So if a kid falls down, because sometimes I go off my notes, my friends, thanks for being on this ride with me. So when kids fall down, I love it, they get right back up. They get right back up. And it you know, if they are struggling, then they get one of those stroller things and then they use that and they get back up and they push that around. Right. But I, I love a nice skating ring for that reason because kids are fearless. See a kid on a park? What do they do? They run, they scrape their knee, they get back up. Same thing when they go to the pool. They scrape their knee, they scrape their head, they might slip on their butt, <laughs> they cry a little bit, and they want to get right back in that pool. Why is it that when we become adults, we lose that? Because we've been beat up by life. That's why we've been beat up by life and we've built these new neural pathways that say it's not safe i don't want to do that it's too uncomfortable right and so we stay in our comfortable discomfort that actually is another episode in case you're like what is that go back and listen to that episode on comfortable discomfort that's what gets us stuck in comfortable discomfort now on the flip side and that's just you know for friends and we can go down the romantic path as well for that but when you're just talking about attracting more things that you want in your life, attracting your tribe, just start with your your interest, your sincere interest. What are you actually into? And that again can go for dating as well. And I'll probably do another podcast episode just on, you know, mindset around dating and relationships, but when you're thinking about it on the client side, when you're like, "Okay, I want to attract my client tribe," Again, often what we get into is, well, what does my client need? What does my client need? What does my client need? And that is a portion of it, absolutely. That's why we do research. We want to see who is your avatar? Um, what? Where are you going to find them? What are they even wearing? We want to get so freaking crystal clear is what I do with my clients on who their avatar is. Who are you selling to? Why do they want to buy from you, right? So that is a portion of it. But I don't ever want you to get stuck there. That's not what it's all about, and I want you to think about some of the people that you really love and follow and have purchased from before, and I want you to think about why. So for me, there's a few people. One of the Some of the people that have kicked off my life coaching career have been Gabby Bernstein and Jen Sincero, so I really love both of them, and then Oprah Win- Winfrey, Marie Forleo as well, so I'm going to throw out those four women. Jen Sincero, Gabby Bernstein, Oprah Winfrey, and Marie Forleo. I love all four of them. I love their books. I love their Instagram. I love the things that they put out. Marie Forleo is B-School, and Oprah has written multiple books, and she did a podcast with Eckhart Tolle. So there's all this stuff that I love. And so when I what I love to do is I take those people that I love so much— and I think about why it is that I love them so much, why it is that I appreciate them so much, why it is that i felt trusting enough to purchase from them. And nine times out of 10, my friends, it's a feeling, right? We purchase from people because they make us feel safe. They make us feel understood. They make us feel like they have the solution. right? And so I want you to think about your people for you. How did they make you feel? That allowed you to purchase whatever it is that you purchased from them. So for me, it was Jensen Chero's book. I purchased You Are a Badass, You Are a Badass at Making Money, both of them on Audible, and then You Are a Badass Every Day. And I went to actually go and see her in person, uh, probably two years ago in Boulder, when she came to speak on her book, You Are a Badass Every Day. It was so good. Why is it that I wanted to buy those books? Why is it that I wanted to go and spend time with her, drive out to Boulder? It's over an hour drive away from me, right? Why did I want to go and do all of those things? Because she empowered me. She made me feel so empowered. And so then again, watch your brain. Your brain's going to be like, okay, so I got to focus on making sure my client feels empowered. No, (laughs) that's not my point here. I want you to take in your client experience and take notes on that, right? And then I want you to take into account, go back to your list of what makes you authentically you, or if it's your business, what makes your business authentically your business. I love to help women. This is my own thing. I love to help women with mindset. So while I absolutely love to also talk about fashion all these other things, I'm focused on, because I am passionate about it, focusing on mindset because for me it infiltrates every other aspect of your business and your life so that is what I like to focus on I can very easily get caught up and I have before on well since you're a mindset coach for fempreneurs shouldn't you be talking more business strategy right isn't that what your clients want to hear and you know what there is a yes for that but that is not my niche. That is not my area of focus. And so this is where I want you to be careful when it comes to attracting your tribe in the business sense. When it comes to clarity, be clear. And that does not mean you have to focus in on one thing. I, niche is a, a, <laughs> how many podcast episodes are in this one? Niche is for another time. But it's about being consistent and clear so that your clientele understands what you're talking about, understands what you're passionate about, right? Because, again, you go back to why is it that I'm buying from Jen Chero? Because she is passionate about, for her, what came across to me is, again, that mindset piece, What are you thinking about that's creating the actions you're taking and therefore the results that you're getting? I I feel very much that that's the book that she has written and that's the philosophy that I follow. So I stick to that, right? That's why I bought from her and I would hope that she wrote on that and it seemed that way as it came across because she's passionate about it because she loves those topics. It seemed very clear to me that she's very passionate about those things, right? And that she's lived through all these experiences that she can now teach us on. So in case your brain feels a little bit scrambled, Nanda, you're telling me a lot of things. You want me to think about myself, but you want me to look at these other people, but you want me to be the client person, and that's why it's a dance. I want you to take a step back, and I want you to think about your best case scenario, best life, best business. What is happening and what's going on, right? And that's where it gets really simple. I'm teaching women about this, and I get paid X amount, right? Take all the fluff out of it. If it's friendship, I go and see friends to do this, this, and this. And we laugh and we play, right? It's actually quite simple. So I'm going to take both of those examples and break them down and simplify them both for you. I feel like the friends are really easy to follow, right? If you want to make friends that are into the same things as you, do things that you're into, period. Meet yourself where you are, and that will attract your tribe. Conversely, when you're talking about business, what would be ideal? So I'm going to paint my very ideal picture. I support fempreneurs in their mindset so that they can create lives and businesses that they're obsessed with. And I charge $5,000 for them to work with me for one year. That's my ideal scenario. That is what I do. Okay. It's very simplified. So then it's like, okay, so then how do I attract that my brain says, how do I track that client, that woman, who's going to work with me, coach with me on their mindset for one year? Because your brain's a problem-solving tool. That's going to be its the next question, right? Okay, I've simplified it. I know what I want. I want to work with, maybe you do group coaching. Maybe you're an artist and you do interior design, right? I want to work with three women a month and I want them each to pay me $2,000 for their package, right? very clear now the brain then goes into the how do we do that how are we going to do that and it's and i'm saying this as my guess is that you've already established your mission and values because i don't want you to go into this i want to sign three women women a month for two thousand dollars and you don't know why and you don't know what your mission is and you don't understand fully why you're serving them so that's first But let's say you've gotten that and now you've created, okay, this is what I want. The brain is going to problem solve for how, how, how. How do I do that? How do I do that? And that's where we get to bring it back home to your mission, your values. Why did you start this? Why are you excited about it? Who are the women that you are excited to serve and what do they need to hear, right? What might that specific woman need to hear today? And that's where we start to formulate content that is specific to your audience and still authentic to you that attracts your tribe. But notice that the brain will get into a tizzy as to how, because the brain is a problem-solving machine. Our job is to not let it get lost in the how, right? And not to shame it, the brain is doing the brain thing. There's not a problem with it trying to go and problem-solve for the how. But I want you to see if you can bring it back, because it's not really your job to worry about the how. It's your job to worry about the what, What are you going to do and who are you going to be that is going to attract that tribe? That's your job. The how is not your job, right? What are you going to do? Are you going to set up your Instagram? Are you going to set up your website? Are you going to, uh, what is it and who are you? And that's why I say, make sure you have that mission and those values established first. You don't have to have both have at least one of them. What are the values of your business? What is the vision of your business? What is the mission of your business? If you can have all three, that's fantastic. Taco Bell has one, why can't you, right? And it's not even Taco Bell has one, why can't you? It's like Taco Bell has one, it's a business. If you're a legitimate business, this is, I don't like to shit on y'all. <laughs> you know that, but that's a loving should that I would give you, right? That if you're going to be a legitimate business, my loving should is that you should have a mission values vision, whatever it is. And again, it doesn't need to be Nani said I have to have a vision and a mission and a values, right? But you need to have something, it would be helpful rather, to have something that anchors you. Because if you don't, if you don't know what your mission is, if you don't know what your values are, if you don't know who your target audience is, that's where the flailing comes in. That's where the confusion comes in. That's where you feel like you're scattered and crazy all over the place because you don't know where your target is. I'll leave you with this. Think about it as your GPS. right? Think about it as your GPS. If you're going to get somewhere, don't you need to put an address into your GPS? I'll just figure it out. (laughs) You're going somewhere you've never been before. And you're like, I'm just going to figure it out. And yes, that is absolutely, absolutely, I'm not going to downplay that, absolutely available to you. You could, if you wanted to figure out how to get from Colorado to California without a GPS, you could absolutely figure it out 100%. But wouldn't it be easier... If you had put that address in to help you out, (laughs) wouldn't you get there a little quicker if you had that? That's what we're saying, right? When you set that intention, when you have that mission and that value, you're just putting in that address so you can be specific. When we're talking about attracting your tribe, what I really want you to hear is that it means being true to you. It means being honest with what you want right? Being clear with what you want, taking consistent action in that direction. That's what we mean when we're talking about attracting your tribe. It's not about putting on this, that, or the other thing, changing up your energy to be more attractive. It's about being you because that is attractive. It's about being you because that is attractive, right? We as humans sense it Every day, all the time, through the internet, in person, you feel that when someone is not necessarily being genuine. And that doesn't mean that anything is is because they want to be disingenuous. It could be because they have stuff going on in their life and they don't want to tell people about it. And so they are being kind of fake. They're saying, yeah, everything's good when things in the background aren't going great. But you sense it, right? You can feel that. We're very intuitive beings. We know. And so that's why the juiciest energy, I like to say, is that of which is authentic and honest and so proud and happy to be authentic and honest. Because aren't we all craving that? Don't we all just want to be ourselves and be loved for that? So why change that? Be yourself. And know that you can be loved for that. Whether it's in your business or in your personal life. Same thing applies. I hope this serves you, my friends. Take notes, go back. Listen to this one again. Take notes on whatever you needed to take notes on. As always, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. And you know where you can find me. Send me an email, hello at nandicamille.com if you're interested in that one-on-one coaching. I'm here to support you on your journey, in your life, and in your business. And if you haven't already, come and join us in our free Facebook community, Believe Like a Boss. So excited to meet you in there. I'll talk to you soon. friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to NandiCamille.com.